Hi, everybody. Welcome to No Story is Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and we're inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Kat. And and Brendan, tell them about the Twinkie. <laughs> what, what about, about the, the Twinkie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Brendan, and back off, man. I'm a scientist. Ah, that's what I was going to do. Joke, yeah, but the joke is he actually is one Pippin, so. Oh, fuck uh. you. Science is in my degree title. <laughs> okay, library. <laughs> master of library and information science. Uh-huh. More like a master of fuck evil. <gasps> well, that too. Ooh. And and you do know not to read from the Book of the Dead, which I is not know. the same. This is not r- relevant to this particular episode, but that's your <laughs> skill set, I feel. Listen, I had a thought of what if I could just go, this, <laughs> I am a librarian. And I was like, oh, wait, no, that's the wrong movie. Wrong movie. <laughs> it's a great uh, movie. <laughs> and y'all, there is no Pippin. <gasps> Only Zool. Ooh. Uh-oh. Oh. Wait, does that mean that you've met your gatekeeper or your keymaster? Because, like, I would be so happy for you. Listen, I am an independent <laughs> demon. <laughs> Who don't need no keymaster. <laughs> Indeed, I do not. <laughs> They'll remind Nothing. me to get into the gender politics of that whole situation. Girl. Yep, yep, last one. Gaslight girl. Old boss gatekeep right now. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I'm sitting here being like, why? Like, you don't need a key master when you can buy your own. Boom. It's true. What? Oh, oh but I now desperately need mm-hmm. an image of uh, Dana in key- as the gatekeeper with girl boss. Yeah, <laughs> like gatekeep text over it. I Listen, you have a Photoshop. That. It's true. Remind me after. Wait, wait. Do Guys, it. I think that we have like a fourth sibling, though. Oh, yeah. What? I've heard somewhere. The best one. Yeah. And I'm Alex, and it just popped in there. What <laughs> <It> just <laughs> popped in there? What did you do, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> when I was a, a kid. <laughs> when I had a... Camp Carpenter. Camp Carpenter. No. Camp Carpenter, Al. Just go with Camp Carpenter. Nobody else will remember. Uh, The kid at Camp Carpenter. We we just did story analysis. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing that will never hurt me. (laughs) Criticism. (laughs) The author is dead. But the Stay Puffed Marshmallow is very alive. No, Cat, Cat. You don't understand. Uh Like, the offer is dead, and we're Ghostbusters. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Oh my god! And you know what that brings us to, you guys? You know what that brings well, us to? That sounds like Alex has gone bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got left, <laughs> guys? But this represents the last of the petty introductions. <laughs> this could be an hour of us making references and not doing any. You know, that's Listen, legit. That is. Nope. <laughs> Though I want to see how long we can go on with without saying that one specific quote, that uh, one specific quote, because I want to approve a point to, uh. Oh. I want to prove a point quote. to, uh. Okay. Uh, how okay. I met your mother. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. Well, I was going to go with, um, uh, uh, so, you know, uh, Brendan, I don't know if, uh, you know, uh, there's one question on everybody's minds, which is, um, how is Elvis and have you seen him lately? <laughs> <laughs> and then I just kind of shake my head at the camera, like a good 
salesman. <laughs> <laughs> we should go on to the next bit. Go. We're yeah, ready I tried to, to transition. <laughs> We're ready to no story is sacred. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> but Alex, uh, wait, what are we ready to do? We're ready to critique you. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, man. Okay, but you guys, I don't know if I don't know if the listening audience is caught on yet. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they realize what's finally fucking happening. Let's make the subtext text. I mean, we took, a, we, took a little bit, we took a little bit of a vacation, a little bit, uh, and then we also skipped what we told said we were going to do back in um what Whoops. December. What? Listen, eh. the holidays do weird things to all of us. <laughs> True. We had to spend some time finding a place with enough electrical uh, 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 wiring. Wait, I'm, fuck, I don't. Brendan, this I'm place is the, a demilitarized zone. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, we had to get the second mortgage on the house. My parents grew up in that house. <laughs> this place would be condemned. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pole. Oh my god! Listening so, audience so I, I today. Know, I, know, I know this is a segue. Uh-huh. But I was at a friend's house uh, back in the fall. And he just mm-hmm. bought it, and it legit has a fireman's pole in it. <gasps> oh, goddamn. Oh, well, man. Well, I mean, there it is. Can't what I have anything to add to your list of needs? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm sorry, but the second a pole gets added to the inside of my house, there's going to be other questions asked. <laughs> I mean, Pippin. <laughs> it connects the master bedroom to the kitchen. Okay, that would be fair. All right, okay. All right. Okay, we're good now. We're good. But, but here's the thing. It's the only way back up. (laughs) 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 Gotta work that core. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, enough segues. Enough segues. Guys, for the love of God. We're dropping off or picking up. (laughs) For the love of God. The flappers are still standing. (laughs) I was going to say, the podcast is still standing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry, you guys. This is just not your lucky day. (laughs) Oh, my God. Today, for the love of God. He slaps me. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. But wait, Cat, Alex, Cat, Cat. Not. Think <laughs> about it. Yeah. If you get this right, you will have started the episode for millions <laughs> Just- podcast listeners. <laughs> Cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> Rise from the dead. Okay, anyway. Today, people, people of Earth. Wait, different show. Uh, we're talking about the 1984 movie, uh, Look Who's Talking To. <laughs> oh, I knew it. I knew it. Ghostbusters. I'm sorry. So spoilers abound. But I'm also going to say the odds of us not talking about the various other uh, Ghostbusters cinematic universe and also media universe is the real Ghostbusters uh, cartoon. It's going to come up a lot. Listen, mm. there were two different Ghostbusters cartoons, and there they was were both extreme, valid. The Extreme Ghostbusters was awesome. Don't do not do not disagree. I I just I just remember both of them being like fantastic. I get two for the price of one. Um, one of them had a disabled Ghostbuster. I remember that. <gasps> Extreme. One of them had like a very like Egon's uh, hair was blonde somehow. Extreme. Well, uh, that was also real Ghostbusters. Uh, but yeah, go on. Because well, as we all know, <laughs> Egon's super blonde. Um, I think it was a 
case of, of we can't use their exact likenesses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but oh, yeah, Slimer. Slimer was like a, uh, oh, there, there was actor license, uh, likeness, uh, issues. But anyway, let, let's go on and actually oh talk God. about what? the episode. So spoilers abound. <laughs> is all we're getting at <laughs> For here. For the love of God. <laughs> if you, we've already told you the entire film at this point. Um, <laughs> if you want specific content warnings about things we may talk about and the very many quotes we're apparently going to do during the course of this, check out the show notes on nostoryissacred.com. Uh, for those of you who've never seen Ghostbusters, apparently we're just going to so act sorry. out the whole fucking thing during the course of this recording. Um, but out of order, and that's what makes it special. <laughs> and transformative. Can't get in trouble for that. <laughs> the sibling cabal is lost in time. <laughs> that's a different story, Pippa. For those of you who've never seen Ghostbusters, the summary, according to Google, is... After the members of a team of scientists lose their cushy positions at a university in New York City, cue here a lot of in-jokes about academia, Pippin, they decide to become, quote-unquote, Ghostbusters, to wage a high-tech battle with the supernatural for money. Oh, this is a really accurate one for once. They stumble upon a gateway to another dimension. Well, (laughs) a doorway that will release evil upon the city. Mm-hmm. The Ghostbusters mm-hmm. must now save New York from complete destruction. They were doing so well and then, like, stumble upon and just New York? Come now. Well, we don't see anything outside of New York, as we all know. If it- New York is everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New York is everything. But guys, guys, he's a sailor. He's in New York. <laughs> <laughs> we get this guy a name. Nobody steps in a church on my, in my town. <laughs> Steps on a church in my town. Jesus. Okay. Okay, you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, the plot. Mm-hmm. Let's the see. Plot. Okay, oh, now let's see. Can we fucking make it? Oh, no. Right. No, Y'all? we cannot. Oh, I know we're not because I know the exact spot, uh, spot I'm going to end up stopping. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, I know the spot you're going to stop too. <laughs> the dis- Here's the thing there are two <laughs> that like, happen right. <laughs> so, 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 buttons. So, here we are. New there York they City. were. So, no shit, there they were. <laughs> uh, side, side note, what would happen if Ghostbusters took place in Boston? Let's think of that for later. Holy Go on. shit. A lot more this people is- would, be say, uh, would be saying, in, in fucking, <laughs> what do you think, fuck? Really. Forget the church. He stepped on a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Nobody steps on a Dunks in my town. Like, well, there's another one fucking over there. That's not the point. <laughs> That's my Dunks. That was my dunks. They're the only ones who did coffee right. <laughs> I didn't have to place an order there. They always had it ready. Come on. They knew it. They called me. They had a nickname for me. They had my coffee ready. What the fuck is with it? Now I gotta do... God, look. <laughs> anyway. So, the movie opens. <laughs> we're doing so well, you guys. So we're, well. We're professionals. This is a new year, new us. Same bullshit. <laughs> oh my god. Has my bullshit infected all the no. rest of y'all? Nah, it's, no, it's, it's, it's prob- Ghostbusters. That's true. The problem is, this, uh-huh. this movie of our youth. Yeah. Uh, it really was. Uh, weirdly intersect with our, a lot of our, uh, modern day adult interests. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I almost think it's formative? What? 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 That's fake. Uh, and it's also just uh, a cult classic. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And also one of those weird things where it's like an actual original story, and those are like strangely really cool. Yeah. yeah. But, 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 so, let's just start. We we start with Charlton Peter Venkman. No. 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 No, I will We open in the New York Public Library. You're right. 
You're right. Mm-hmm. I, Them lions. I jumped, I jumped the gun. You're dead. There is patience. There is fortitude. Chilling out outside the library. It ain't hard having fun when you've got a library card. Those are the names of the lions, audience. Pippin just knows them because she's a fucking nerd. There. <laughs> Listen, uh-huh. in my defense, I do not remember which one's patience and which one is fortitude. Oh, anyway. yeah, that definitely makes you a loser in that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I bring shame to my profession. Which one is the one that we have on the mantle back home? It's that's either the patience or fortitude. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just the Mythiopaic Award. I think it's, yeah. And I think it's called Olden Aslan. Oh, no, 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 no then, that's a different. Oh. It's but the, the Mythiopic Award, and Mom and Dad just called it the Aslan. Because uh, it does, because it looks cool. Because uh, okay. it's a lion. <laughs> anyway, the New York Public Library. <laughs> we will get there, guys. <laughs> uh, we It's like basically the cold open. A librarian is going through the basement stacks, uh, and creepy things start happening. Excellent, uh, excellent, uh, what's it called? Uh, practical effects. So it looks like, like, this is like the legit shit. It doesn't look dumb. It's like, oh, that actually is floating, etc. Uh, yeah, so books are floating around. Uh, <gasps> the, card. the cards in the card catalog go flying, and I over here <laughs> was all like, shouldn't the rod be keeping them in place? Shh, Pippin, the ghost <laughs> removed the rod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then my next thought was like, oh man, that's going to be a bitch to reorganize. Oh my, <laughs> can you imagine? Well, mm-hmm. not, not least because of all the snot. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, snot. Think I think I think they're just going to have to uh, like do a re, uh, re, re-cataloging. Oh, that's going to be oh, a, no. a fucking nightmare. Listen, and somebody blew know. their nose and now they got to collect it. See, here's the thing. The ghost librarian is very particular about what she <gasps> believes to be the categorization system that should be in place uh, and will not hear other opinions on it. It's oh, a no, very I, rude I, ghost. I, I, I think that that ghost, I think that, that ghost was, was a visitor, not a, uh, uh well, not technically, a according to like the story, uh, as we, as we will eventually hopefully tell theoretically no. that that's kind of accurate. Um, that, that most of the ghosts that appear are, um, not there because they are, uh, have a purpose. Or because they're recordings, but because they are, you know, the dead is com- are coming back. I um, think Alex is arguing that the ghost is of a patron of the library, not of a librarian who used yeah. to work there. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I, was gonna go I with... have a counter argument. Oh, I, I, I do too. So what's yours? <laughs> My counter argument is that it is the ghost of a librarian who actually knew Melville Dewey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. got real mad at the you Dewey mean... decimal system. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is it Dewey the hot Dewey? Melville Dewey was hot, but he was also such an asshole that he got kicked out of the organization he had I found. I love that. I love that. We also there's also the fact that she did turn and shush them mm. uh, when when our heroes now, come across. I them. will let you know, patrons shush librarians all the fucking time. That's amazing. <laughs> I've yeah. been shushed more than once. And you own a shushing stick. Anyway. Here's my argument. Wait, wait, but I do actually have an argument, which is that I also worked in an, an academic library back in my youth. I'm not. I'm not picking level. Yeah, I did. And I'm not Pippin level, but I did do this. And one of the things I know happens in libraries is that um, as you uh, get more books or as the as the vibe and flow of the uh, of the consumer base yet has to change to match, you know, what you're doing, you shift books all the fucking time. It's like, what are you doing? You're putting away books and then you're moving them somewhere. It's a constant. So if you're a ghost that's like, I, you know, I, I want to repeat what I do. If you go back to the same section over, like, this does not belong here. Fair. Anyway. Wow. So we've gotten exactly two (laughs) minutes into the film. And listening audience, I don't know how Brendan's going to cut this. We had maybe two minutes of just a a dead air at the top. 
we have been recording for 20 fucking minutes of just pure content to get two minutes into the film. So We're, we're so professionals. She, <laughs> the librarian finds a ghost uh, who then scares the crap out of her. We don't uh, get to see it. We don't get to see what, uh, which is very effective, uh, you know, uh, building for the audience. All we see yes. is, ah, and Sus- yeah. scream. Suspense. Yeah. And a wind machine, but anyway, and a title card. <laughs> a bright light. A bright light. And then <laughs> we cut to... Dr. Venkman being a creep. He's being a creep, but he's not being a charlatan scientist. No, he oh, is well, being a charlatan scientist, absolutely. He, he, he has the credentials, and he does know what he's talking about, but he is a charlatan. I he's being he's a creep, a he's writer. not being fake science. He is doing he negative reinforcement. IRB? No, 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 no. First of all, IRB, very important question. And also, he, whatever he had told them, he was not, he was giving a negative reinforcement to the guy, but not to the girl. The girl was control. Holy shit. <laughs> you know, we do not know the exact nature of the experiment. I'm saying. it could have been negative ex- reinforcements on the dude, positive reinforcements. Well, wait, we do though, because the uh, the male participant says, what are you doing? And then Venkman's like, you signed the form, didn't you? He's like, yeah, but I thought I was, you know, be testing this. And he's like, and he gives the name of his study. Yeah, it's negative reinforcement to ESP ability. And then you're saying that the girls can, fuck! Oh, that almost actually works. Now, the the thing I will concede on the Uh bad science, I'm not saying he's a great scientist because he's kind of shitty at his job. That's why he gets fired later. I think he's the grant writer. Uh, I think he's the grant writer. I'm I'm saying, Mm Mm-hmm. I think he didn't properly give informed consent to his participants because mm-hmm. there is the line that the student says, like, I didn't, I didn't know you're going to be giving us electric shocks. To so be fair, though, this is the 80s. That's true. That's true. People did weird shit back then. I'm just saying, I'm not sure IRB would have approved this. When did I, I the bet- IRB start? Because <laughs> you can't tell me that the IRB also approved shit like the, the, the you know, the random prisoner experiments. Uh, that's partly why IRBs became a thing. Exactly. So, um, okay, you guys talk amongst yourselves. I want to find out when the IRB uh, started. As if I'm not already. It depends on. <laughs> I think it depends on the institutions, Ooh, and then well, they, this is Columbia. Is it Columbia? Pro- I, th- I thought I thought it was. They never say the university. I thought they did. No, well, no, I, no, I was keeping an eye out for it. It looked oh, like yeah. Columbia. What university did Ghostbusters <laughs> teach at? Um, in the parapsychology, which I'm like. Fuck it. Yeah, no, it's a Columbia, because it's the Upper West Side of Manhattan. But they never name the university. Uh, everybody and their do- – it's Weaver Hall, apparently. I don't know. Or it's filmed it, there. It, the thing is, like, they, they can ha- it can be filmed there, but not explicitly stated yeah. for, you know, filming, storytelling reasons. Legal. I'm just going to – I'm just skipping down to the to the wiki. That's the comics. No, I want to know the real thing. Dean Yeager, though, he's not real. Well, of course not. Um, <laughs> hey, Dean Yeager. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, according to, uh, it's supposed, regardless of whether they say it, within the draft of the script, it is intended to be Columbia. Well, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, but the latest one, the latest one, by the 18, 1983 draft onwards, earlier they were employed by New York University. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh-huh. Fuck the script. If it's not in the text of the film, it's non canonical Ugh. Fine. So, anyways, oh, God. So, I, yeah. So he's doing I'm this a great time with this. Okay, he, go on. And he tries to fuck a student. Oh, and he, by the way, that card thing—that uh, is an actual ESP testy thing that people do. It's called like an Esper deck. Yeah. And I have one in pastel colors. Oh, and, and for the kids at home, 
uh, IRB began in 1974. Oh shit. So somebody was, this was just hinky. Yeah. Well, yeah. Imagine institutional inertia also playing a factor. So maybe, maybe there was still some learning pains as it were. <laughs> Sketchy as hell. I will admit again, mm-hmm. Peter Bankman, kind of a freaking creep. Um, so he's creeping yeah. on the student and he's about to make a move. You know, ask her for dinner. Oh, it's eight o'clock. Eight o'clock? I was just going to say eight o'clock. Uh, <laughs> you are a genuine phenomenon. <laughs> uh, and that is when, uh, Ray, uh, played by Dan Aykroyd, uh, Burson goes, <laughs> I find a ghost, uh, at the New York Public Library. Uh, and they go, they meet, uh, Venkman there. No, they meet, uh, Egon, uh, Spang- Egon Spengler. They meet it would have worked there. if you hadn't stopped me. Uh, and. Hey, Pippin. Hey, Pippin. Yes. Remember that time you tried to drill a hole in your head? That would have worked if you hadn't stopped me. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna end so, up quoting the, <laughs> No story's sake. We're just gonna be live quoting the entirety of the Ghostbusters fucking, tonight. I uh, swear to God, after we're done with this, I'm probably gonna go turn it on again. Probably. <laughs> I forget. Uh, uh, I forget the librarian's name now. Gladys? Oh, oh, but her, you know what? Her, she, her uncle thought that he was St. Jude. Okay, Jerome. So Saint Jerome. Jerome. Jerome, the good one. Because Jerome was the one who believed that uh, demons were appearing before him in the form of incredibly beautiful women trying More to get relevant. him to sin. <laughs> oh, what? More relevant, St. Jerome is a patron saint of librarians. Oh, oh, see, you and I went different directions with that. Huh. So... I'm going to double check that Jerome thing just in case, because if I'm wrong, then I've just gotten to some, uh, a saint's naughty then book. Then you're going to hell. <laughs> if you're wrong, you'll go to jail. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> but for <Fair>. right. <laughs> if we're right. Anyway. Uh, so. I'd, I'd say that's a yes. <laughs> uh they question the librarian who saw the ghost they go to see if they can see it themselves and they in fact do and then they run out screaming because they just saw a fucking ghost it's surreal oh god do you smell something <laughs> which is uh, like, i feel is an underrated line it's a great line oh yeah um, lots of good. In case you haven't been able to tell lots of good lines hey it's, it's almost all a, quotes it's almost as if that this this movie was written by a bunch of comedians in their prime. Oh yeah. Whoa. Yeah. What? Whoa. I believe I believe the 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 history of it, so far as I know, is that I think Dan Aykroyd had like basically a a page worth of jokes, um, and then showed it to everybody else, and they're all like, you know what, this is fucking brilliant. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Half of my Google Doc notes is just quotes. <laughs> yes, that's valid. Uh, but yeah, so. They then realize that all their theories about the paranormal have been correct, uh, and they get well, back to their nab just in time to be kicked out by the university. Wait. Peter's like, I'm surprised that all, I thought I just had a sweet gig. But, meanwhile, Egon is like, I've been doing the numbers. I could catch one of these. Egon's on the side doing actual sides, but in a, in a way that maybe he shouldn't be. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, we, it's kind of, oh yeah. Okay, I'm, we're actually, I'm actually going to discuss seriously here. Or, or, uh, Ego, like, these three boys is represent, you know, the three kind of scientists that you'll meet. Ooh. What? I'm here for this. Uh, <laughs> uh Brendan's like, oh no, I'm about to be seen. <laughs> uh, Dan Arkroyd, uh, Ray. Ray. I 
forget. Like idealist. Is the idealist? He's the puppy. He's the we can save the world with this science. What science? And science. And but a very good. I would say still a good researcher. Yeah. Like he, you know, oh, he he does. He puts in the work. He does. Of course. Yeah. He puts in the work. Egon is the. I only understand the world through science. I say he's legitimately the mad scientist of the group. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, like he's the, the one who actually was ready to go. He's like, I just need the proof with the numbers, and I have it now. Here's the particle accelerators. Yeah, and Venkman, he's the he's the scientist who has both the who gets the good grades and the and has the, the charm to, uh, to pretty much get the money out of it. I think yeah, I think he's definitely the money guy. I think he's the one who can write grants or proposals, not necessarily science communicator. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But but also you sometimes you gotta have the storyteller. You have to have somebody who can really sell the sizzle, not just the sausage, but the sizzle. Mm. Listen, science communication is actually a really important thing. It yeah. really is. And to be fair, and that we see that reflected later when he's the one who's able to be like, Mikey, you will have saved the lives. Yep. <laughs> and 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 that's what it is. And the the thing is, I think that that matches because uh, Ray and Egon step back. They know where they are on this, you know, uh, uh, who does what in this collaboration, in this science team, in this lab, you know? Yeah. And later on when uh, Winston and uh, uh, signs on, he's the, the workaday He's the workaday guy. Uh, I don't think he's a scientist. I think he's a lab tech. Yeah, he's a workaday guy. That's oh, yeah. But ends um, up being the lab tech who later on would moral become... Compass? Moral compass, but also just like... <laughs> Puts in the hours, puts in the time, and ends up being the most successful later on. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he, he's doing it from the perspective of you know I I got a job. Yeah. So if he's not chasing the he's not chasing the you know the green fairy that is absinthe and science. Um, <laughs> he's not in the weeds like Egon might be, or trying to get away with something the way Peter is. So Least yeah. likely to fudge statistics of the group. <laughs> you know what? They could fail as a lab, but he can go on to just be another tech at a yeah. different lab. Yeah. Uh, like, and, and we've seen where, uh, Venkman, uh, with Venkman, if he doesn't, uh, and, and have trials to overcome, what did I eventually end up? He'd either be running to be, outside of Atlantic City, or he, he'd be, or he'd be Elon Musk. Uh, oh, Jesus. Mm. Also, <laughs> I, I would argue that most science, no matter how cutting edge, eventually becomes just daily use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my little vacuum robot during the time of this movie would not have been a oh. thing. Guys, our uh, phones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Our phones are technically magic by fucking Harry Potter standards. Because yeah. remember uh, the newspapers, ooh, they had moving pictures, like our goddamn gifts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, there's experimental theoretical science, and then there's just mass-produced mm-hmm. uh, practical. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But also the guy who doesn't have a horse in the race necessarily, so like weirdly can produce better. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Mm. No ego time up in it. Mm-hmm. And also not, none of the anxiety of like, uh, oh shit, I have to, you know, I have to publish. I have to come up with something new. What are the other people doing? I can't get grants. It's like, nope. I'm here to wash the bottles uh, and make sure that somebody turns the accelerator on and off. If, Speaking if of the pit. terrible whims of academia. Go on. Yes. Go on. <laughs> the plot. They get kicked out of the university. Because somebody's noticed that 
<laughs> that, they're a bullshit lab. Yeah. <laughs> they don't produce results. They're probably not publishing, let's be real. Their uh, grant has run out, perish. whatever they've got. I bet they had one grant, like one. Oh, yeah. And they spent all of their money on startup equipment. Like Here's the thing, they did have a grant, and they ran out of the money for it. Because mm-hmm. I have in my notes how they get the grant. Vankman was a grant writer. Vankman. And I think yeah. it's, I think they had one one good grant, and it gave them like enough time to. Uh, uh, they gave them like one lab. Uh, Dean Yeager gave them one lab, and it's like, okay, you can clearly get money. Can you do anything else? And the answer was fucking no. <laughs> Could <laughs> not get idiots. results. And you'll notice they had no, you know, uh, 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 grad students in there. There was nobody working. That's what you got to get the grad students going through. Yeah, the, no. They were basically just cruising on that one grant and doing nothing else. So yeah, uh, they no longer work for the university. You know, they don't get most of their fancy equipment. They mm-hmm. get nothing. That's why I liked about actually the the uh, the girls Ghostbusters is that um, they did establish that they did steal a huge portion of the equipment <laughs> after they got kicked out. <laughs> like uh, fuck, run. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite lines in the movie that probably isn't going to be randomly quoted throughout the rest of this episode. If you've never been out of college, you don't know what it's like out there. I've been in the private sector. They <laughs> expect results. Because <laughs> I've heard that line and I was just sat back and went, girl, same. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been outside of academia. But, you know, it makes you think, like, I'm like, shit. At the time, like, Bill Murray playing Zagman is supposed to be the same age as, frankly, a bunch of my coworkers. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there being like, which one of these fuckers? <laughs> and, 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 uh, and whoever it is, you're free to like DM me and tell me what you, you know, uh, about the ghostbusting business that you've Which started. of the it's ghostbusters fun. are you? Take this one quiz. <laughs> anyway. DM me first so I can hold it over Cat's head. Yes. Ah! Anyway, uh, so yeah, they got kicked out and, 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 and because Vinkman is Vinkman and knows how to sniff out money whenever, uh, the opportunity presents itself. An important <laughs> skill set, technically. Yeah. Uh, so they decide that the next best course of action clearly uh, is to lean full on into capitalism. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, here's the thing: they have science. a lead on an exclusive service, and mm-hmm. and have the ability to tackle that service. And technically, they are the only ones. Potentially with the ability to do something of that particular nature. And this is 1980s America and you gotta survive somehow, man. Ooh. There are no ethical ghosts under capitalism. There are none. We've done that episode already. <laughs> so yeah, they decide to set up a ghost busting business. We're ready to believe you. Oh, wait, uh, do you believe in spook specters? Oh shit. I don't know the whole one. Wow. Have you been woken up in the middle of the night? <laughs> you experience cold plate blah, blah 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 damn it i gotta memorize that that's yeah that's a failing on my part. That, that's the next 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 uh challenge uh, uh they, they so take a second mortgage on ray's house or was it a third mortgage i can't remember it's something really big and impressive yeah. as i recall you're just uh, like oh, oh, shit. with the guy <laughs> everybody has three mortgages these days. there we go it's three born yeah. in that house <laughs> uh so they use the money to buy a falling apart uh, fire station uh, that we have already described uh, previously in the episode. It was the Miller Tri Zone. Yep. 
Although, uh, again, and this is, I, I actually really like the girl, I, I shouldn't call it the girl Ghostbusters, but it's, uh, let's just say it's the shorthand for it. Um, the Kevin Feige, Feige, Feige? 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 Feige. No. Okay, cool. The nope. girl Ghostbusters. No, wait. Paul. Uh, Paul, oh. Paul, Paul Feige. Different. Paul Feige. Ah. Um, uh, anyway, Paul Feige. Feige. Kevin Feige. Oh, uh, that's Holy right. Holy shit. Okay. Jeez. Anyway, one's Marvel, one's not. There's a great joke in that where we get to see because it's still fucking New York, right? New York is built on the bones of New York, and and the original movie did not have enough money to go film elsewhere. <laughs> so they go back to the original uh, uh, fire station, but because of gentrification, <laughs> they're like, you know, and and here's the quote, and it's like, and they're like, oh, this would be perfect. It's like, you know, really good. And it's like, they get the quote, and it's like, <laughs> no, and that's why they end up on like the second level above a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is but this is eighties New York, which is yeah. still a trash fire of a city. Hell yeah! <laughs> which is, I mean, I wonder how much of that went into the like a vibe that we cannot understand, right? Mm. Like, what was it like to be an adult living in the world where New York was like that, and then you see this movie where there's like this feeling of hope, like that. That that's a big part of like what makes the ending so great is that people are coming together to try to just be together and fix this thing. Ghostbusters, um, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, yeah. Ghostbusters. Um and 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 so on. And plus also like the idea that I think when did when did the EPA start? Because that was under Nixon. Uh, Nixon. Nixon yeah. started that. That was what, seventies? Yeah. The fuck yeah. Was Nixon? Uh, EPA was still very much like the boogeyman. Um, and it was brand new and it was like Nixon had just been like a dickhead, so like who knows what he'd done? Like was the EPA oh. secretly evil? Uh, I just want to take a moment right now to say that while the EPA is the villain of this movie, uh, the EPA is a wonderful organization and we should all support we it. We love it. Yes, very it's much. True. But it just is very... write that right now. I will before also we say, don't on it later. Well, wait, no, I will also say, I don't think the EPA was wrong. Oh, no. Well, Pat was right. No, they, they had they... an un, un, uh, there, I um, believe that there were legal loopholes that were not. Or legal hoops that were not jumped through. I do not think he could have just walked in and done stuff as fast as he did. No, yeah. yeah. unlicensed nuclear was... generator. And he, I'm not was... sure he double checked to make sure because Venkman mean... was just being a dick about it. Venkman was being a dick about it. That's true, but I feel like he went in there knowing already the answers. Because mm, it's not different. Hard. Public record searches are not hard. Also, it's a private business. They would have had an opportunity to fight it in court. Oh, that yeah, is but, also very true. Uh, but Immediate injunction. The cops can't just come in and do that shit. Know, they didn't know, but the thing was in the basement, though. The thing uh, was in the basement. Got, oh, yeah. Peck got a court order. Oh, yeah. So he went through the process. They um, they, ha- they, ha- they had their legal remedy. They ignored so, it. That's true. <gasps> well, they didn't oh, contact shit. their fucking lawyer, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, though, I think that the EPA had a very good point. This wasn't just something like above the street with clearly within their premises. It was in the basement and they did not know whether or not it went into public land and, for instance, the sewers and water system. So they're just mm. going to shut it off without inve- doing a proper investigation? Well, we don't know, Pippin. Again, we have that warrant specifically that said to shut down anything that was in there. That I'm not sure – uh uh, Dickless there told the judge Dickless. all the facts. <laughs> Y'all. Walter Peck. <laughs> I'm going to send him a nice fruit basket. Uh, I'm going to miss him. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah. the beginning of this movie. Jumping all over. Let, 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 let's, uh, let's do the speed okay, run. Okay, speed run. my speed God. Run. Uh, all right. Holy Dana shit. being haunted. She goes to the Ghostbusters. 45 minutes in. Okay, go on. 
Uh, and we are 20 minutes into the story. Tops. Uh, she goes to the Ghostbusters because she saw the ad. Because she uh, also Dana. saw Zool in her apartment's fridge. Yeah. yeah, she's got a roommate that she did not want. <laughs> and a genuinely creepy scene with the, the eggs jumping out of the uh, uh, container and boiling, I'm sorry, and, and frying on her counter. I think that that is a genuinely pretty fucking great effect. And physical evidence and that's left behind and of that mm. happening. Yep. Um, oh my uh, god. So she goes to the Ghostbusters. They're still kind of useless about it because they were. She wasn't being haunted when Venkman was in the apartment, uh, and, and Venkman because Zool didn't well, want to interrupt first that customer. Vibe. First customer, and also Ven- yes. and Venkman was more concerned with is getting into her, her pants and get, uh, getting rid of her ghost. Listen, but they did. To be fair, she's a classic uh, cellist, and that's kind of impressive with a big ass apartment. Did you see? My that? God, I think yeah. Her grandmother's. That wasn't a student. What? I think it's established that it's her grandmother's. Really? Like it used to be her grandmother's, and then went to her. I think it was said. Some- oh, so it's it's a uh, oh, it grandfather uh, rent controlled apartment. Rent control. Because yeah. she, she does talk to her mom. We hear that. Um, because her mom, she's so she's tight with her family. So if her grandmother got into the, because remember it was built fairly recently according to story canon, uh, by by the the uh, the mad scientist, the other mad scientist. How many mad scientists? All of them. The Gozer worshiper. Yeah. I I like how we got a minute into a speed run. <laughs> yep. They get called and then they get they hire an assistant and they don't need uh, an assistant yet. They don't have any, nope. any customers. They have a secretary. A secretary, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they arguably uh, don't need it, but anyway. <laughs> on the night that they spend the last of their petty cat on a ch- cash on a Chinese meal, they get a call Which for Which is an a actual deposit job. from what's her head? Which is the yep. deposit from uh, Dana? Uh, Which uh, they get a call. Yes. And again, not to not to derail, but does anybody else, whenever they order Chinese food, yes, yeah. present the Chinese food and say this represents the last of the petty cash? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This magnificent feast you see before you represents the last of the petty cash. And I do not just that. Chinese food is with anything where what you see before you is it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Jesus, we've done that how many times, Pippin? Oh, God. Hundreds. So many. It's a great line. It's a so, great line. So they go to a super fancy uh, hotel. They wreck that shit up with the th- with the help of Slimer, uh, who weirdly is the most popular part of this movie. Even though, like, like in the cartoons, he's there like a shit ton. There's this whole backstory. He becomes like the, the, the animal uh, 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 mascot. The in the yeah. actual film, he's he has- He's fucking gross. Like, he's gross <laughs> and he has less than five minutes of actual online uh, on-screen time. But he slimed Venkman. Yeah, he did. That's proving that he's corporeal in a way. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, 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 what's it called? Not plasma. What am I thinking of? Snot. He's yeah, go snot. Ectoplasm. Uh, I'm just saying ectoplasm. slime respects slime. He's here, Ooh. Ray. And he's, <laughs> it's Bing looking gets, at me. Venkman <laughs> gets uh, full-on slimed. Slimer passes through him, and the response of his friends is to go like, oh man, get a sample. <laughs> <laughs> You're so lucky, amazing! <laughs> I feel so, so funky. Yeah. Uh, so they managed to capture that ghost, only doing minor property damage. <laughs> no, it was it was quite, before a big party. It's a great sequence. You know what? This is, so, um, you know, it was this a is wedding. Things, was it a wedding? Yeah, oh, there was, was a wedding a- cake. Oh, okay. was there a wedding cake? No, yeah. Jesus. But there was you know cake. what, though? Getting us back to the point of a podcast, our podcast even, 
What? Um, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is one of those demonstrations of, it, you know how it's really difficult to fill in the middle of a story? One of the techniques you can do is basically having like kind of mini adventures that go towards the larger thing. Not plot coupons. That's a different kind of thing. Where, Which is where, you know, you go to point A and you get given a thing, which allows you to go to point B and you get given a thing. And if you collect all the things, you get to send away for the ending. Um, but rather, you know, if you're not sure what to do, like what adventure, I, I would call them adventures in my outlines. You know, I have to have a series of adventures in order to complete the thing. So one of the adventures in this is, you know, the first actual capturing of a ghost. You got to do some level grinding. Yep. Yeah, like and, a, and just making that happen. Like on that space heist story that I've been talking about, like space heist, it is going to be like the collection of adventures rather than plot coupons. Well, and that's also that's also uh, a lot of romance novels is how you can it, with the ones I read anyway. But uh, the the adventures are balanced back and forth between here's a thing that's happening that they can do in like the real world that. Uh, brings them closer and here's a thing that is like an emotional thing that brings mm. them closer and so you kind of juggle those back and forth because that's the only way frankly that you can make a romance happen in the in the time frame that so many of them do <laughs> uh, anyway but yeah so, so this is this is an interesting educational thing for writers there yeah uh so uh they catch a ghost they then become minor new york celebrities business is booming Woo! montage <laughs> There is a montage, them capturing ghosts, them uh, doing a media blitz, Dana just living her goddamn life, restringing her cello. I thought a it was whole, cool. Like, a whole blowjob ghost scene? Yeah. <laughs> Ray is a monster fucker. Changed my mind. Uh, this is supposed to be a children's film. That's what they intended. That's what uh, they intended. It is. Uh, yep. Yep. They're like, and that's why we didn't swear as much. <laughs> Uh, they hire a, uh, a new uh, Ghostbuster because business is booming so much. And they've uh, all started smoking. Uh, Egon <laughs> notices a pattern. Bum, bum, bum. Well, because he's the science guy. He's always doing the mad science. Uh, the, uh, say the that this Twinkie represents the neural amount of, uh, uh paranormal, uh, paranormal activity, activity in New York. Yeah. yeah. Now imagine <laughs> a Twinkie the size of, like, what football, several football fields, et cetera, and so forth. Uh, leading to the amazing line of, you know, Venkman shows up. He's like, we got a problem with the EPA. It's like, oh, yeah, that's not all we had to tell him about the Twinkie. And with no, like, what about the Twinkie? <laughs> Which I'm like, to be fair, valid. <laughs> uh, also, I don't want to gloss over the fact that Winston at one point says, uh, if there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll believe anything you say. Because, you know, mood. <laughs> mood. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh, because there's that wonderful speech from um, Janine where she's just like, that clearly reading off like everybody's well race it's it's clearly race um like do you believe in this? the Loch Ness and the monster and the, the theory of atlantis <laughs> if there's a steady paycheck in it i'll believe anything you say and you know Which what girl mood. same <laughs> mood absolutely i want that on a bumper sticker <laughs> Wait, um, no i don't i don't do you, want it on a, do you want it on a mug yes but it has to be very clearly a ghostbusters mug um anyway uh, oh another thing here though uh, and another interesting writing thing, uh, as we're getting to the um, the point of change, because Pippin, I'm going to skip ahead just a tiny bit, because I think we can. Because the point of change is when the EPA Rude. shows up. Sorry. Because they are minor celebrities and the EPA is, is our villain, sort of. Our mundane villain, as opposed to our paranormal villain. As that starts to kind of coalesce to a the first of our climaxes. So we have a, or not climax, what am I thinking of? Uh, the, Some rising the, action. 
thank you. You know, you have your first like, oh shit. Our characters get split. So Ray and, and, uh, Winston are, you know, driving over, I don't know, Brooklyn Bridge or some shit. A bridge in New York that's quite famous and that I can't identify. Um, while, Marizana? um, sure. While, uh, yeah. I think Venkman and, and, and Egon are dealing with another thing. And the splitting of the group, actually, that's really difficult to juggle when you're writing. Um, because they have to have, because it's easy to sort of see the group as one big character. But in this film, I think that they balance it really well. The idea that they're not only just one big character, they are the science team, they are the Ghostbusters, but they also have these separate tracks. So Ray and Winston have this discussion, like this theological discussion, which Venkman and, and, and Egon would not have. No, that's true. So, you know, Winston's extremely practical, but this is the way he and uh, 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 he and Ray can get along, which is not a way that, that, they, that they can get along with each other, which is also true of real human interaction. You know, you can have a relationship with your friends, but you also have separate relationships with every single individual friend. And then there's the, the relationship you have with the group. And I, I don't see that a lot in film. Or, you know, it, it's just, it's fascinating that they accomplish this and they're a bunch of fucking SNL writers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, Ray and Winston are driving around. Uh, Egon is in headquarters, just sort of chilling out. Uh, Venkman has gone off, uh, on a date with Dana, who has now been possessed, uh, by Zool. And also, Whoops. another reason why I'm afraid of furniture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Zool gets real handsy uh, through a chair. Just a grabby hands. Grabby hands. Grabby hands. Uh, Uh, And meanwhile, uh, Rick Moranis, who's also in this movie. Exists. Oh, God. Rick Moranis being both. Uh, Just amazing. Being both adorable and, oh, oh, poor buddy. (laughs) But you know what? Also, though, weirdly for me, I couldn't understand. I'm like, you know what? He's making a good point as, uh, (laughs) well, when he tries to go free the horse from... (laughs) From the carriage after he's been possessed, um, you know Vince Clortho. Vince Clortho, good- yeah, the um, key master. Hell yeah! But but you know, after Gozer comes, the slaves shall be free, uh, yeah. and and will rise against their masters. And I'm like, fuck yeah! I uh, would love it if that you know, that poor tortured carriage horse got to like bite the shit out of everybody. Yeah, uh, I have in my notes, Vince Corso has ADHD and would like to tell you about his hyperfixation, Gozer the Gozerian. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, and also, this is one of those things where they, there's also famous New York scenes with like, I don't, whatever the name of that fucking garden is. The, Tavern the, the on the Green. Yeah, yeah. Let Except me in! Please, somebody let me in! Nobody fucking reacts. No, they, uh, look, no, they turn to they look, look, and the second he, he dives out of, like, he gets slinks out of sight. They could just then, go back. My point is no one goes to help. New oh, York. Yeah. You don't you don't fucking know. Well, it's New York and also it's like a fancy restaurant in New Rich York. People. Yeah, they, they don't care. Oh, it was entertaining. <sighs> so anyway. <laughs> uh, she keeps trying, guys. She keeps trying. I try really hard. <laughs> uh, so uh, Venkman uh, finds uh, Dana possessed, you know, tries valiantly to uh, get her to not be anymore. Please. I would say that this is like the one fucking time we see him being actually a competent somebody who's clearly gotten like a degree in something. But sidebar, uh, he also had horse tranquilizer with him. Yeah, we don't think about that. Fair enough. I appreciate that 
that he was actually pretty calm in the face of an emergency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that he did the right move too. Like, I'd like to speak to Dana. You know, it's like the all kind of like typical shit, you know? He actually knew what to do. Here's the thing. There is no Dana, only Zool. Uh-huh. But yeah, you know, he you know, tries to talk to her, mm-hmm. you know, get a read of the situation. Doesn't take advantage of her, which is terrible that I appreciate that in a movie. <laughs> a movie in the 80s? Yeah, a movie yeah. in the 80s. Oh, Jesus. He does not uh, once look down her shirt once she starts floating, which is pretty impressive, I think. Well, here's the thing. He's into Dana, not Zool. And she said she's Zool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Listen, the the his girlfriend, his would-be girlfriend, sleeps above the covers. Four Four feet feet above the covers. covers. And look, he has a rule not to date possessed people. Well, it's more of a guy. Sounds like he got two people in there already. Might be a little crowded. (laughs) A great line. So yes, he's talking to her, getting information. Uh, Vince, who was Louis, uh, Louis, gets grabbed by the cops who brings him over to Egon. Go like, I hear you like the weirdos. Here you go. And Egon's not like, thank you for my gift. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he and... Uh, Janine. Janine. Janine, you know, do some questioning and Janine takes, spends some time touching Egon because, you know, Because girls understands. Tries valiantly to uh, flirt with him and it just oh. goes over his head. I know. I, I don't think it went over his head. I think she was doing a bang up job. It's just that it he wasn't like that's not his interest <laughs> listen he also has adhd hell yeah <laughs> i mean and his hyperfixation is figuring out what's going on oh, wait wait with- you're, you're helping that poor man it's very i don't think he's human <laughs> <laughs> oh good times oh and everyone gets back to uh, headquarters just in time uh for walter peck to come in with his illegal warrant. It is not illegal. It was given was by... It? it may have been poorly conceived. <laughs> it was might it not... actually signed by a judge or was it one of those fake ones? It, mm. We no, do not... He, I would he went to the utility. He got somebody from the utilities. Somebody had to have looked at that. I, I, I think... I think And there was a I cop. Think the and there was a cop. Yeah, there was a cop too. I, I think the compromise is that he may have filed the thing under false pretenses or just mistaken pretenses... And it was probably all sent to Vankman, who just blew it off. There was yeah. probably like a court summons that the end. I just think blew it was off. sent to Egon, and Egon Guys, didn't actually rewind. You do not actually have like the warrant part. Um, is not that's that's uh, he, they wouldn't get involved in that on a legal level. Okay, uh, but they could challenge it. Yeah, they could challenge it after the fact. But like, if for instance the EPA did something, like if the warrant only said you can look around, but then Dickless said no, shut it off. That would be a grounds for a, a, a legal thing. But the there warrant might... is there so that people can't, like, fuck around yeah. beforehand. Because like, then they'll find out. And, <laughs> it, and, it's a, and it's probably, like, shut it down so it can be properly inspected to make sure it's not mm-hmm. fucking the fucking, fucking, uh, fucking, uh, what's Toxic the, chemicals, yeah. Into the, yeah. into the groundwater. I'm just saying... That there is a step between Venkman being rude to some guy in his office and the cops showing up. I think the cops are going to show up regardless. And I think the, the step was well warranted. And, uh, mm-hmm. Peck, you know, came in and, you know, may have been a bit arrogant, and, but he had legitimate grounds to do an inspection. Actually, actually, yeah. guys, theory, theory, you may recall that when Walter Peck meets Venkman. Venkman's covered in ectoplasm and gets a bunch of it onto 
uh, a hex oh. coat. At which point, if they do a test on that, because you know, you know, d- procedural things, they do tests on all sorts of random shit. If they do a test on that and cannot figure out what the chemical is, that's your cause. Also, mm-hmm. also think about the time frame here. This is what 1984. Yep. <gasps> Five oh. years prior, there was the Three Mile Island incident. Oh fuck! Ah oh, shit! And if you have an unlicensed mm-hmm. nuclear accelerator or, say, some Here's weird thing. thing in the basement. They still don't have proof of what's mm, in the that's, basement. No, they but don't that's have... where you just need probable cause. And Probable can... cause to look, not shut down. Uh, that doesn't, doesn't matter. It's different and different rules, different regulations. And, this is and the... they literally had, like, what was on his coat. Like, that's not just a guess. Listen, There's I think, something that doesn't make sense. I, th- I think, you know, we'll be jumping ahead to my story changes here, but... <laughs> no, 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 um, there's going to be a performance review of Walter Peck later. I think there Obviously. could have been things that he could have done differently to mm-hmm, avoid mm-hmm. the incident that had happened. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. And really, going forward, I believe EPA, we're going to have to have a department policy such that we're going to have two inspectors on site mm-hmm, and making mm-hmm. sure that we have proper, you know, checks on each other. You know, so that way one well, person you know- doesn't have unilateral uh, mm-hmm, uh authority mm-hmm. here. We want to make sure that there's always a second Absolutely. You know, I think that we're going to need to have um, a little bit more to bring to a judge because we understand what's going on, but the judges don't necessarily understand our place. Uh, so internally, we have to come up with um, a, a a better system of, of checks and balances. <laughs> my point is, if I'm rude to a guy and t- kick him off my property, I don't want him to come back with a court order telling saying that he can mess around with my shit. Well, then maybe don't, like, put some fucking goo on him, Pippin. And maybe, <laughs> I don't know, be a legit business Ooh, and listen, don't have unlicensed have nuclear generators strapped to your backs. Listen, let's not pretend that that, uh, uh, whatever they were doing in the basement is more harmful than NFTs. <laughs> a very That's like, valid point. Oh, wait, wait, guys. <laughs> Where's the NF? Where's the Ghostbuster NFT? Oh, probably oh, don't somewhere. put that in the universe. Oh, uh-huh. Why'd you do that? Oh, sorry, guys. Wait, but you know what? Ghost NFTs. Wait a second, guys. We're gonna be rich. <laughs> Boys, remind me to ask you later uh, if you heard about Troy Baker. So yes. anyway, yeah, I yeah. haven't. Go on. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it later. He's doing voice actor um, NFTs. No, no, <laughs> Pippin. So we gotta do uh, this, guys. Uh, then Walter Peck. Still think it's a good idea to shut off the generator, and then he causes the apocalypse in New York. Oops. You know what, though? Pippin, Pippin, if this is a god talking, this could be a Judas situation, whereby, because of the prophecy, he was intended to do that. He had no- I He had no free will. No free will. No free will, Pippin. That's a heresy. No free will. Also, also, the EPA is a federal uh, agency. <laughs> do they have jurisdiction in New York City? <laughs> Go on, just go, just go. <laughs> anyway, so uh, then the action adventure climax happens. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, but then we get a really amazing musical, in, like again, a, a musical montage. And the reason yeah. I'm pointing this oh, out, wait, they, they get arrested first. What? They get arrested first. They, no, I no, want they these don't. Men arrested. <laughs> it's a it's a simultaneous. So the ghosts start exploding out. They're getting arrested. Shit goes bad. Uh, uh, Vince Clortho's like, oh, I know where to go now. He wanders off. Dana's like, oh, I see the sign is here. Let me explode my fucking apartment in a fantastic and deeply sexy scene. Yeah. And 
Uh, and meanwhile, and then Weird. after her, her apartment blows up and that, then we see the ghosts that are coming out of the thing being re-released into New York. And so the, the little, the, the little individual Twinkies that we had seen previously are now the giant fucking Twinkie stomping down onto New York. Uh, and it's an amazing sequence. And the music is, I think a lot yeah. of it must have been created for the film yeah. in a pop kind of way. And the reason I'm bringing that up is that because I didn't realize how important it was to me until I watched the most recent one, uh, that is supposed to be a direct continuation of this, of this film, of this universe. Um, and the music just was not there. And it made me realize just how integral, really, the, the the music in that scene and in earlier portions of the film. In the entire movie, really. Yeah. But like, oh, but, you know, the, the, just the vibe, you know? Um, and it's hard to tell whether or not that's because I grew up with it, but it was definitely like, it was odd to not get the same sort of emotional punch. And it was because for me, it was because the music was lacking. So I just wanted to call out how great mm. the music is in this. Go on. Fair. So it's definitely like a storytelling thing for writers. <laughs> Uh, so they get arrested. They actually figure out what's going on now that they're all in the same room. Yeah, because they're all in prison. And yeah, it's the thing where because uh, uh, Ray and um, Winston had gone off to get that information. Because and Ray was looking, he's like, "These are very odd." And and Winston's like, "I have a theory. This is uh, the gathering inform. Yes, the exposition moment." But the point is, this entire night, they haven't actually been in the same place until, mm -hmm. you know, the reactor blew up. Uh, and now they have a moment to sit down and like, okay, here's all the information that we've gathered about what's happening tonight. Speaking of, and I am huh? going to bring it back to... Your girlfriend's apartment? Sorry. Spook Central. Is in the corner penthouse. Is in the corner penthouse of Spook Central. She's not my girlfriend. <laughs> She's just a woman I was interested in. She's like, she, okay. Point is though, uh, again, bringing it back to the point of the podcast. Uh, what? This is what I know. This is actually one of those. We've talked, I think, in the past about, you know, exposition and things. If you look at this, this is just pure exposition. This is just, we have information that the audience now needs to know in order to understand the last 15 minutes of the film. Okay. Also, all the other guys in Naka up looking at, uh, at the, uh, at the schematics as if they know something. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it goes to the theory of like because if this had happened in an earlier part a different part of the film or right at the top before you knew to have questions before you knew like that there is a mystery to be solved here uh before you gave a fuck about getting to the end that's where exposition becomes a problem when they give it to you at that point that po it becomes catharsis you've had questions up to that point they've had questions and now you all get to experience the 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 answers to those questions. The which revelation. Then, ooh, which the book then, of revelation, ooh. which then lets you understand the the last fifteen minutes. And so that's one of those really interesting. Like that's how you do good exposition. You know? Yeah, exposition before that point is just world building. Well, and also you even get the as you know, Bob, because he's like, you know, you've read that, and like pretend I've never read that. Like you never studied, <laughs> you never did this. <laughs> Which allows, which allows Ray to tell the audience something that technically all the rest of them should know, while also giving a nice joke and a character moment to both of them. Never uh, study. We all had that friend in school. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Some people might accuse me of being that friend in school. I don't what? want to talk about it. What? So, it's not my fault. I'm better than other people. 
so then they get called by the mayor, uh, who wants the experts from all the different fields, which includes the Ghostbusters, since there are ghosts around. Well, and a religious authority, the cardinal, uh, the fire department. I mean, it's a it's a reasonable yeah. group. The walls yeah, in the twenty. Everyone he can. The walls in the twenty fourth precinct are bleeding. Oh God! Great Good line, line reading. reading. He had one job, and he f- he knew the. You know what? He understood the assignment. <laughs> Uh, so the balls the in mayor- nine nine are bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd watch that. I would uh, too. So, oh my gosh, Pippin's forgotten yeah. the rest of it, and now we can go home. No, uh, <laughs> I am in control. Uh, so uh, Walter Peck says his piece. The mayor of New York goes, "You know what? Fuck off. <laughs> uh, give the Ghostbusters anything they need to solve this problem because I have eyes, and seeing is believing." So. Uh, well, and one of them knows how to. One of them knows how to sell the sizzle, and that guy is Venkman, and and not Walter Peck. Nope. Yep. <laughs> also, Venkman looks very calm in this situation because mm-hmm. he's calm in an emergency, whereas mm-hmm. Peck was just running his mouth. Yep. But uh, they caused an explosion. <laughs> yeah, he said that with no real basis that they caused it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, a great mayor, by the way, a very New York like. Yeah, that's some fucking 80s shit right there. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Um, Sorry, my brain went into a bad place where New York mirrors where they go in the future. Um, (laughs) So, the Ghostbusters uh, get, like, a military escort over to Spook Central. People gather. Uh, By this point, Dana and uh, uh, Louis, Louis. uh, No, No, it's not Dana and Louis. It's Zool and Listen, I was trying Vince. to go for it's consistency. Zool and Vince Clortho. I was trying to go for to. consistency for what their names have been up to this point. Listen, just consent. I'm just saying. Technically, those two didn't fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I I just wanted to point out that by this point, they have turned into dogs. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, the visions that the Dana saw in, the, in, like, in her fridge the first time. Yeah. They get there. They climb all of their... There's up to the very top because elevators floor? aren't working. What floor are we on? 20th. <sighs> or How far do we have to go? I forget. Oh, oh yeah. No, see. Oh, man, guys, uh, we're, get, we're getting tired. Yeah. We, we are. We've already watched the movie. That's the only uh, only uh, uh, solution. So <laughs> they get up to the roof. Uh, and up there waiting for them is Gozer, oh. the Gozerian, who Hot. can get it. <laughs> Hot. But, but. Very fascinating. It's like, oh, it's girls. Like, technically, no. Gozer is just Gozer. Um, yeah. You know, looks vaguely femme, but even for the 80s, it's kind of like, you know, wearing a bubble suit. It's fine. Has, has uh, kind wearing of a, high heels, but maybe Gozer just feels that way. Has kind of a, Gozer's gender is Gozer. Kind of has a, yeah. a David Bowie thing going on. Exactly. I So I believe that oh. it's like they reference, you know, why does, why does you know, Gozer look like a girl? And it's like, nah. nah. <laughs> Which is pretty fucking cool for the early 80s. Also, uh, I, I remember now. It's uh, mm-hmm. when we get to 20, you tell me. Because that's when I'm going to throw up. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, uh, anyway, go on. The point is, Gozer's gender is Gozer, and their pronouns are the Gazarian. <laughs> uh, and then they have the best exchange uh, in the whole movie, mm-hmm. uh, which is, are you a god? Uh, no. No. Thank you, fucking then Ray. Die. die. Gozer's Ray. only interested in talking to their peers. Go on. Ray, if someone asks, are you a god? 
you, you say yes. yes. And I love that it's the religious guy. It's it's Winston <laughs> who's like, "Come on, man." <laughs> Even uh, I, I, I have in my notes uh, and other important lessons from my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we know how it goes. We know what uh, to do. So they try to, you know, zap Gozer. No, nope. doesn't fucking work. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry. Uh, uh, Gozer then goes choose the form of your destroyer. Uh, and Venkman, I think, is all like, don't think of anything. Venkman's fast on the uptake. We got uh, the tools. Ray, we got the talent. <laughs> Ray uh, goes in a different direction, goes, oh, I will think of the, of a harmless thing. Uh, mm. And that's how I will solve this. Uh, so a 50-foot uh, Steve Puff Marshmallow Man <laughs> comes <laughs> to uh, uh, terrorize New York. Like you uh, do. Yeah. It happens. Whomst among us. Hoomst. Also, a very well uh, foreshadowed uh, Marshmallow Man. Oh, yeah, because uh, uh, Dana had bought Stay Puffed Marshmallows earlier in the film, uh, and so on. And yeah. Then, and then it keeps on getting used in, in all whole forever or, or, uh, Ghostbusters media afterwards, and it loses its charm. No, yeah. I would buy Stay Puffed Marshmallows to this fucking day. Well, no, no. Oh, we're talking about the... the, the, uh, the it's used in films, in the movie. In the films. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, also, I want to, uh, call out my favorite, uh, uh, not swear, which was Mother Puss Bucket. <laughs> oh, no. I still use that to this day. <laughs> uh, Mother Puss Bucket? So, so good. Safe off Marshmallow Man, King Kong and it, uh, all around New York. Uh, and they come up with a new plan. <laughs> new plan. Uh, <laughs> which is that they are going to cross the streams. Egon. But wait. You said crossing the that crossing the streams was bad. Was bad, which we actually hadn't mentioned in the podcast until this very moment. Jesus, <laughs> it wasn't important up till now. Well, no, this gets back to this is actually like again when you have your adventures to fill in the middle part of your story. Also, drop in useful shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back in the the Slimer bit, Egon was like, "Oh, by the way, don't cross the streams." Like, why? It's like, we it would be bad. <laughs> How bad? It's like total I'm on the whole good bad thing. What's Imagine bad? every atom in your body exploding at the speed of light. <laughs> okay, okay, so that's bad. Everybody, good to know. Uh, Don't cross the streams. And then, uh, with a "fuck it, we're dead anyway" kind of attitude. Valid. Uh, yeah, they're like might as well because uh, there is a slight chance it'll work. And at that point, slight chance is better than anything else that they've got. The person who's come up with it is the mad scientist, not the uh, uh, not the optimist, and not the con man. Yeah, so this is the best chance they've got. Yeah, they cross the streams, and they win. Yeah, uh, stay for marshmallow man explodes and covers everything uh, in marshmallow. Though, shout out to Bill Murray for convincing the set designers, set dressers, that he should not be covered. He was the love interest. He needed to have a clear face. <laughs> of course. Everybody else. I covered. know. So good. I'm like, bless your heart. Uh, uh, Lewis and Dana are saved. Uh, Although New York there's rejoices. a brief moment of like, oh no, are they dead? Are they still yeah. dog people? And so we get yeah, the brief moment of like, oh, and like, Finkman does have a heart. Oh. Oh, hey. It smells like barbecued dog hair. Oh, Frankman. <gasps> oh, Vin. Vin. I'm so sorry. I'm such a big marshmallow face. Hey. Oh, Vankman. Hey, who turned out the lights? <laughs> Somebody check on the lull guy. Uh, I'd like to get a yeah, sample of your brain. 
And so the day is saved. The end in that film, and we don't talk about the second one. <laughs> and you know, in, in real time uh, talking here, we've almost done the exact runtime of the freaking movie. Good nice. job, guys. Have we left any lines actually out yet? Wait, let me check my notes. <laughs> wait, actually, uh, I love this wait, plan. Wait. I'm excited to be a part of it. Oh, amazing. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, uh, uh, oh, who's the stiff? Hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yes, mother from TV. <laughs> oh, yes, mom from TV. Some ancient Babylon, some ancient Babylonian god, Sumerian. <laughs> Never <laughs> studied. Um, <laughs> let's spit up. We can do more damage that way. Oh my god, a great line. Yep. Anyway. Total protonic okay. reversal. Now we've done it. Yep. <laughs> cross. The- Wait, we already did cross the streams. <laughs> cross the streams. <laughs> Oh, you, Dr. Venkman, are a poor scientist. But the kids love us. (laughs) Okay, guys, guys, guys. All right, all right, all right. We are not trying to prove. We cannot try to prove that we actually know the whole film. (laughs) Okay. All right. I think that brings us to story changes. (laughs) Uh, Jesus Christ. Okay, okay, okay. Go Mm -hmm. for it, Al. Do it. Uh, Let's set... This in fucking England. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait! That's the AU game. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Or yeah. is this genuinely what you? You're right. If, right. if you don't have anything, I actually have something. Okay, actually, which is, where if if uh, if I were making this film, even back in the eighties, I I I don't think the blowjob scene was necessary. I don't. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, I think that no. that was I over think- the top. I, I think that was an example of a scene that was in the first draft, which I, I believe is actually true. I think there was like an entire se- sequence where they were like fighting like revolutionary ghosts or something. And it was like a precious scene to Dan Aykroyd or one of the, you know, or, or Remus or one of them. And they desperately wanted to keep some remnant of that scene. Yeah. I'm just, I'm like, you know what? It, I feel like there's ways you could have done it. Like the idea of the, you know, uh, you work something that's a horror enough, but then, you know, all right, fine. And sometimes you want to fuck it too. I think that that's valid. And I think it's interesting. I just don't like the blowjob scene because one, it makes it real awkward Two, tiny whiteys are strange. I don't need to see, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't need to see Dan Aykroyd's dick, even in like vague profile. Um, it's just, it's just weird. Um, and it seems out of keeping with a lot of the rest of it. Um, there are other ways to show that their work-life balance is messed up. Yes. Um, I, I love when, you know, when we see that in the real world, they're all sleepwalking. They're all sleeping poorly. Somebody falls out of bed. I think that's great. It's just that. And I'm going to stick with that one thing because otherwise um, uh, uh, I know that otherwise I take everybody else's. <laughs> that but is... that's my that's like my one big change. I don't think it's necessary. I think it's over the top. So, and I think like, it distracts. So with replacing it, like you're just suggesting like in that montage sequence or just maybe throughout the film, just having a slow deterioration in their lives. Or just, just a, or just replace it with, with a scene where, or, or the, where he pours his coffee in his bowl of cereal. Actually, you know what? I still like, I could still keep the sex as it were, but what if instead of, um, you know, the ghost going down on him. We just see a, you know, a beautiful ghost. Um, maybe he's not in bed. Maybe he's sitting up or something. Like he's at his desk, one of the desks or something, going over reports. And a beautiful ghost comes up and just, you know, starts nibbling lightly at his neck. You know, it's just one of those like 
the implication of sex as opposed to Dan Aykroyd's dick. It's about the implication. Or maybe he dances with a ghost. Alex went with a sunny reference, which is better. <laughs> it is about uh, the implications. That's to me. That's too sweet. I, I want. I still want the sexy edge. I just want it to be naughty, as opposed to oh, as opposed to raunchy. Yes, Ooh. there it is. As was naughty the style of the raunchy. times. Ugh. Exactly. Which is like weird. That like that's the place. Weirdly, like okay, so like the. the the where the where the the line is in my head dialogue wise when we hear um Venkman say you know he's a sailor he's in New York we get him late we're fine technically that's a pretty filthy joke if you really dive into it right yeah yeah however because it's you know it's said pretty quickly but also it's it requires that you kind of know what sailors are famous for what port cities are famous for etc and understanding what the word laid means and maybe your average eight-year-old doesn't definitely not yeah so whereas the active act of unzipping pants like there's genitals happening yeah i agree with something so if you have something with it like you know just a ghost you know coming up and like kind of like blowing on blowing in his ear something like that we all as adults are like oh shit but he's about to get to fuck town with this ghost Younger people or people who are just not interested in seeing that kind of thing can interpret it a different way or at least can just have it go over their heads. I mean, I, when I was a kid, it went over my head. The blowjobs? Yeah. yeah. I didn't understand what was what, – for me, I didn't understand what was happening. Yes. Yeah, which was weird. And there's like – and it, it made me uncomfortable because I didn't understand because it was a break in the story. It was taking me out of the story because I, I couldn't figure out what was happening. Yeah. Which, as we know, trying to – keep the the reader or the audience in a state of that hypnotic state of being in a story we don't want to break them of that the suspension of disbelief ish 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 but yeah it, like yes where, where you're putting in the chips you're willing to be entertained but you provided that nothing kind of interrupts that although there is a whole spectrum of art that's all about the interruption to the point where it becomes etc point is that's where so I still like the sexy thing. I think it says something interesting about where they are in their like journey, <laughs> ghost-wise. But I don't like the execution of it. And that's what I would change. Fair enough. Let's see. <laughs> Normally at this point, I go, let's add women. Uh, but the, <laughs> but the, uh, Paul, uh, feed, uh, Ghostbusters exists. And I actually really like that one. So like. Yeah. Yeah, it says think- a lot about women in academia, um, yes. which is a whole separate thing. But what uh-huh. this Ghostbusters was saying about yes. academia, uh, <laughs> both valid points. And if you think but, about it, technically, there's a very strong female character who's not entirely defined by the romantic relationship. Um, in fact, mostly what she's defined by is she has a fucking ghost in her apartment. <laughs> there's also Janine. Um, hmm? Also, oh, Janine. yeah, Janine's great. Janine is getting it. She is not being gotten. She's like, I am here and I am like, I've noticed that these people could probably theoretically be a provider. <laughs> he looks like he fucks. I don't know how, but he does. Yeah, so that's usually, you know, mm-hmm. my go-to thing. And I have ideas for AUs. You could make it gay. I could make it. I could, it's not I could hard to make it gay. It's not hard. I mean, a homosocial environment right there. Yeah. Right. Fire, fire. The pole, Pippin. The pole. <sighs> 
Uh, they weren't dating anybody else. And here's the thing. We were just talking uh, about the uh, sex dream. And it's dreaming of a ghost. And there is a sort of tendency in queer art uh, towards monstrous things. The because, other. Yeah, because queer people get othered. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, if you think we're monsters anyway, but we might as well get into it. <laughs> exactly. Next thing you know, you're giving the lap dance to Satan, killing him, and taking the crown of hell. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, or having thoughts that you think are wrong, and it, in your subconscious it, you know, expresses itself in odd ways, like, say, a ghost. So that, just because so, you know that something's off and what you think you should be. But it's thing. a girl ghost, guys. It's a girl ghost. <laughs> that makes it straight. Um <laughs> I absolutely ghost gender. It's fine. <laughs> She's a ghost boss. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's one avenue. <laughs> because I was complaining about it so much, I might bring more of the law into it. Yeah, you're you're doing the 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 accounting and 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 stuff that I tend to do. You're getting into the weeds of like actual practical shit. Listen, there are private small business. <laughs> You've been in New Hampshire too long. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, New Hampshire is bullshit, but it's bullshit in a way I understand. <laughs> but Pip, we do. Pip, do they have health care? But Pip, oh, we do need ghost regulate ghost catching regulations. Do ghosts have civil rights? Well, th- are, are they people? Are, are they people? Are they people? Or are they just manifestations of psychic energy given for um, via ectoplasm? If you're going to uh, th- give rights to ghosts, when are you going to give them to the uh, dogs, animals, and let's be fair, horses of New York City? Listen, there's a whole debate about when life begins. When does life truly end? Ooh. Ooh. Uh. Anyway, so yeah, I actually am fascinated by the legal ramifications of the Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, and I think that should be explored more. <laughs> That's what I think. That's what like, you think? Yeah. Through Walter Peck? Well, the EPA is certainly one aspect, but also, I'm not kidding about the civil rights aspect. Because <laughs> uh, that sounds like unlawful uh, uh, imprisonment. Ooh. You know, uh, that would be a very fascinating. Right? Like, what if you turned the whole thing into do, this? Do the ghosts have consciousness when they're in the trap? <gasps> in the cartoons, question. they do. Ooh. Remember? Because we would get... Uh, like whole story, not storylines, but like sometimes the Ghostbusters would get trapped in there, or they the ghosts would be working together to try to get out. We got to see the formlessness of the world that they exist in within the uh, uh, trap, not trap, ghost the, unions, the, thing, the containment center. And containment. And, and there's a slight implication that Egon has kind of invented hell or and or limbo. I, I think it's supposed to be like a limbo, and it's like. I don't remember if they really went into it, but, like, they kind of should have. Yeah, there's a whole religious aspect going on. Which is uh, canon. If, yeah. Because uh, if ghosts exist, then there's an afterlife. <laughs> but only for some. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so there there are implications. Yeah. It's about the implications. <laughs> so. So, yeah, that's mine. Yeah. So I'm going to, for me, I mean, I... For an actual theorist thing, I'm actually uh, wondering how did uh, they all meet? Because how did they what? How, oh. how did they all meet? Like, was it a case of 
of just us, you know, Egon, Han, and Ray having, uh, happening to, uh, meet. He, 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 while at, at say, a, uh, meetup of, of, uh, of para, uh, uh parascience investigator, there's paranormal investigator, there's, and did Ray just, and did, and did, uh, Vinkman just happened to find these two, two of the easiest marks that, that he could milk for a while? Actually, I'm going to... the orientation. I'm actually going to push back on that one because Egon's off doing his own thing, but it's Ray and, uh, uh, and Venkman who are really, like, getting drunk together quietly in a corner while trying to figure out what to do with their lives. I say that they actually have known each other longer. Oh, they were students? Um, they've, they've known each other since students? I, yeah, I, I say they have known each other since undergrad. Ooh. Because, for instance, who knew... That Ray had a house that he could get mortgaged. Hmm? He didn't think, think of that shit. I think they met in New Falcony Orientation. No, no, no. I say that that's where Ray met, because uh, I think it was Ray meets Egon. I think that they um, uh, uh, worked together in a different thing. Maybe that's, remember, he worked in the private sector. Maybe that's where, it, but I think that's where that friendship goes. And then they accidentally, and then they all got thrown together because Ray was the glue. He was the, the hinge point, you know? Mm. Because then we see, you know, at this point now, Venkman keeps candy bars for Ray. I'm sorry, for, for Egon in his coat pocket. But you, you don't that. see them hanging out together, you know? Hmm. That's not a thing that they do. They're both very practical-minded. And, and one of the practical things is we, we don't really have much to talk about, so both on our way. Well, yeah, but, like, they they understand the purpose of each other. Yeah. But I think that they are both friends with Ray. And again, this gets right back down to, for whatever reason, this film is really good at differentiating, like, showing these kinds of weird little relationships. Like, there's a big group, but then there's your individual different relationships with people within the group. I think it's fascinating. Hmm. People are not sure what to do now that mutual friend is gone. (laughs) I'm imagining they had poster sessions next to each other and then hit it off. Oh my god, yes. Actually, or what if, what if... They both attended the same fucking, like, uh, paranormal conference. That, mm-hmm. And they both ended up wandering around. That, like, they both showed up at the same panel, but they were, like, the only two people who showed up because it was the boring well, panel. The thing that I no, said no, here's the, the thing. Well, uh, if you are if you do, like, uh, scientific presentations, you're likely to have, like, the, the poster mm-hmm. session where you're just standing yep. in front of your poster for <sighs> hours. I do, I do love that. Uh, where they just, and so mm-hmm. they're standing next to each other, and then they just talk about each other's research and how, hey – a lot of their research goals align. Isn't that fun? And, and then that's when, ah ha ha, and that's when Ray's like, actually, you know, and it's, it, it's amazing, but you know, like you should meet my, you know, my, my collab owner. He got us this grant. And, you know, there's, uh, 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 Egon being like, you got a grant for this? <laughs> Cause okay. I've been having to just do ECE work, you know, and then doing this as a, you know, as my side thing. Okay. Um, so it's just me. Mm-hmm. Oh no! And then the quickest game in the fucking universe. Oh yes, Listen, uh, I'm hoping for AU because I have an idea. Well, because here's the thing: like, I, I was of a similar mind to get where I didn't really want to have like the, you know, awkward uh, '80s sex comedy bits in this because I don't think the film needed it. Uh, it's ghosts and ghost busting. Oh, the 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 thing you were talking about. So oh, I'm yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we can. I'm also... pivoting here. Like, well, yeah. Like, do we, do you remove, do you want to remove, uh, 
uh, Lewis's awkward, like, like awkward as hell party. Considering Captain. I didn't even mention it. Yeah. No, actually, I, 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 I thought it was fine. It was weird. It's, I think, I think that might be one of those ones where the 80s. It is very and we, 80s. And there's a joke. I think there's a joke there that we're not quite getting. I feel like if we were to try and tell the story today, or if we wanted to be a little less awkward with it, I feel like you could probably write Lewis a little bit differently, such mm. that, you know, he's not, uh, or a stalker. Not a stalker. Yeah. Also, not quite like it. This was very much like nerds aren't cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Even though, like, we have scientists as the main characters nerds are supposed to be cool in ghostbusters come on yeah but also part of the joke is that he's the key master for like this intensely beautiful woman yeah honestly or, that would probably that, be, that probably like one thing that i'd probably alter is just you know do we need all that extra innuendo stuff mm. and i mean the kids don't care and at the end of the day you know, I don't really care about that stuff either. We're here for ghosts and ghost busting. I mean, um, I can do a whole uh, uh, essay about the gatekeeper and the key master and the gender roles there and without all the added innuendo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's there's weird stuff there, which, I mean, it's get, gets kind of glossed over. I mean, there's some it's, – it's room for extra innuendo, which is always fun, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I think I think I'd probably want to try and tackle Lewis a little bit, maybe give him a little bit of an arc while we're kind of noodling on the story a little bit. Because I mean, Im- imagine if we're all talking about like character arcs throughout this film. Like th- there probably could be like a future revision where you'd have like a little bit more change for a character, right? You know. Where do we start? Where do we end? Lewis, he's right back where he started, really. It's because in the middle of a comedy film, he is the comic relief. Yeah. 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 And then the- and maybe we, I don't know, like, it, it could be like that thing where, like, maybe instead of being, like, a stalker nerd, he's kind of like a Jim Bro douchebag. Oh my god, Channing Tatum. You mean, yeah. the, okay, there we go. You mean but the best that they, actually- they, you mean when they did that and, uh, Girl, and the girl <gasps> Ghostbusters with, with, uh, with. I loved him. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Well, fucking brilliant casting choice. Because then, like, you know, with the whole entire, uh, being turned into a dog thing, you know, maybe it has that character learn some humility at the very end. There's so at least there's a different, like a, a change in status quo for that character as well. Well, I don't think that he needs to learn humility. I, I think that he, I, I, I genuinely think, and, and this is not to say anything bad about, uh, what's his head, the, the actor who, Rick Maranis, who's a national fucking treasure. Yeah. Um, but the fact that his, we know two things about him. He's an accountant who is very interested in business, such that he has a party, not with friends, but with clients. So it's a tax yeah. write off. Um, which is actually a great line. And I think that could, you could expand that a little bit. Like, that's a interesting way to think about the world. And, and that he has, like, a, a thing that will never happen for Dana. Though, I'm gonna say, while he does ask her out a bunch, I didn't get the vibe of him being over the top inappropriate. It's weird that he lives on the same fucking floor he needs to get a thing, but, like, weirdly, I actually felt more 
creeped out by Venkman's behavior. Well, yeah, Venkman's behavior. Yeah. So I, I feel like it would not have read as like he needs to get over it as but more as like, look at that pathetic guy. You know? Yeah. And I think that yeah. that's – those are the only two things we know about him. And one of those is dumb and we should get rid of it. But it's the like, other one I think you could dive into. Yeah. It's like I don't think we need necessarily like Lewis as source of ridicule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is like as far as the lens of the story here is kind of how he's being presented. Vince Clortho would be an interest. I don't mind him as, you know, source of, of humor. Oh, yeah. Vince yeah. Clortho is but hilarious. Lewis Tully, different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, Vince Clortho, for, at the end of the day, one, he's telling the truth about the horse. And also, he's the fucking key master. He is one of the two heralds of the coming of Gozer. Like, he's got a role. <laughs> it doesn't maybe, matter how fucking stupid he is. Maybe it's like something where, like, if there was a bit more of a difference between Lewis and Vince Clortho. Mm, mm. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, it's like that Prince and the Popper kind of situation, you know, oh, like interesting. drastic change in, uh, like poise and confidence, yeah. maybe. Hmm. Uh, they're, I like, I mean, they are, they do act pretty different. I mean, and, and, uh, compliments to Rick Moran as he played Vince Clortho. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, Vince Clortho as presented was still kind of, uh, kind of like well, he was walking. nerdy bring about bringer of the apocalypse. But I actually appre- at that point I did not feel uncomfortable that's true. with him. And, that's true. And his body language actually he showed more her dog was actually more dog like. And if you think about it, mm-hmm. it's a very fascinating way of reading a bringer of the apocalypse. Is this fucking like? Have you heard the word of Jesus Gozer? Um, <laughs> uh, uh, you know he's it, it's it's a fascinating read. That's What's true. not fascinating is, frankly, the unoriginality of the kind of uh, nerd who wants a girl but will never get the girl because he's a nerd. Yeah. I, th- I think we could probably do with away with that. With his pants too high? With his yeah. pants too high? Whereas, like, with Vince Clortho, with his shirt untucked, I'm like, okay. Okay, Rick Okay. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, that's just, that's the thing I would tackle, I guess, is... Nice. Yeah, fair enough. And then, and then it makes his maybe a uh, role in the second movie, what movie, whatever, uh, <laughs> a bit different. Hey, Yoda, uh, like I want to be a Ghostbuster too. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there's things we could adjust. The mo- we're not talking about the second movie. The second movie, not yet, because that's a whole. Oh, Jesus. The second movie was a character assassination of Janine. <laughs> oh uh. yeah. Actually, in all seriousness, the second one, if you watch this one of the, like, the most recent one, I want to have a mini-sode where we just talk about, like, the deep implications. You say it's a mini-sode, but that would be, like, five hours long. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of, we should get to the next bit. Yeah, so we can Jeez. get on with our lives. Oh, my goodness. You know, new year, new episode. Guys, super long. Talk, we are actually longer than the runtime of the film at this point. Oh, yeah. So, well aware. <laughs> Brendan's like, I am seeing my ghost of Christmas future. It is so, a grave. Y'all, let's play a game. Make it quick. <laughs> uh, let's play a quick round of uh, Everything Changed with the Baristas Attacked. Oh, your favorite game, you mean? Yes. Yes. That is fair. Uh, because uh, I have in my notes uh-huh. uh, that I would love an episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved <laughs> about Gozer the Gozerian. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Mother of God. Oh, and that's just, nice. 
just an episode about like girls or maybe about this specific incident. Uh, just, just that whole sort of thing. Or oh my a puppet God. history episode about Gozer. Wait. Or what episode? Puppet history. Oh, oh God. <laughs> when, who would accidentally eat stomach and, uh, and, uh, the puppet as the uh, destructor? <laughs> I mean, are we talking about the Ghostbusters or? Cause Shane would summon a puppet. <laughs> Well, which one? Which one's the the skeptic and which one's the like believer? Shane's a skeptic. Okay, I I can genuinely at this very moment just see him not reading from the Book of the Dead because I don't think he's that dumb. But well, doing shut like you know just calling loudly into various locations like anyone there, Gozer. <laughs> hey demons, it's me, your boy. <laughs> you know, to to piggyback on Pippin here. Mm-hmm. And also to keep our momentum going here, because I love the, I love the momentum. He's got the muddler. The, yes, uh, <laughs> the the thought that came to mind, Pip, as you mentioned that is the Try Guys fight oh. ghosts <laughs> without a manual. Without a manual, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they just get give, like we have to make a proton pack. We know this. We've seen mm-hmm. the movie. How do you make yeah, a proton you've done pack? Science. <laughs> Meanwhile, Eugene's in the corner, just like quietly, and now he has a proton thing. And it's like, I don't know, it just came together, and also it's color coordinated. <laughs> what did but you I don't do, carry Zach? It, so it's a- <laughs> Why would I want to capture the ghosts? I want to free the ghosts. Also, I saw that scene. I know what I wanted. Yeah. And uh, just keeping on Honda that momentum, gonna keep on picking backing. Myth- Damn it! Like Ghostbusters, Mythbusters, they. A meet and do a crossover episode. Oh. <gasps> what happens when you cross the streams? Can is there an important difference? Is it always going to do that? Like we shouldn't test that one. But what if we did? Like, <laughs> what if we did? Like, uh, like, that's, like, like that's a call our uh, safety consultant, and 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 he can try to convince uh, the network or to let us try. Guys, our safety consultant said no, but we're doing it anyway. <laughs> Listen, it's science if we write it down. <laughs> well, I can imagine, like, Egon going over the science with the team in the background, and you just kind of see somebody, like, shaking their head, like, my god, you guys have this on your back. <laughs> and uh, whoever the guy was with the beret just Jamie. is constantly Jamie. at yeah. least 20 feet away. And yep. we'll do it in, like, the circling radius and refuse to get closer. <laughs> but, but Jamie's also going to be the one who, who builds his own. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, but a safer I, one. I can just see the secondary team in the background already wearing the packs. <laughs> yes. And shooting up into the sky. Guys, can I can I continue the momentum on this one? Yeah. Can I piggyback? Yeah. Sure. I'm feeling a reality TV kind of vibe here. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. I'm going to do this. I was never a fan. I've never watched a single fucking episode. Jackass. <laughs> ghosts. No, explain there yourself. There are ghosts around. There are ghosts, they're happening, and what are you going to do? Maybe you're going to try to fuck one. Maybe you're going to go up. What happens? Get slimed intentionally. And bam, right uh, yeah. uh, this is a sli- uh, slime meringue or whatever I know. Uh, uh, what happens? Somebody's going to put their hand in front of the proton. <laughs> in front of the proton no, 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 no. Someone's going to put their dick in front of the proton. Unpack. Oh, oh yeah, wow. that, that's more oh, jackass. Oh, uh, cake? Yep. No, dick. Uh, hmm? What? I said dick. Their dick. In front of the proton. Oh, pack. the dick. Yes, that makes sense. 
Yep, yep, yep. Well, that's how you fuck the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, just in a world, in a world, where in these world. ghosts exist are fucking around with act. Somebody uses the ectoplasmus lube, but they don't do it on screen. They just mention it afterwards. Or that they're going to. It's not good. Ew. It's not, it doesn't, it, it's not good lube. It's, it's sticky. <laughs> Listen. Ew. But sort of anyway. Somebody has that knowing shaking of the head directly <laughs> at the camera. Yes. Eye contact. Here's the thing. You know what that is though? That's taking that raunchy thing that I didn't like in this and just being like, that's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, if you do it from that point of view, weirdly, that would work because you know what you're getting into. For one thing, you know. Well, for one thing, it's it's already R-rated, so exactly. Yeah. But I gotta tell you, weirdly, I would be into a film where or a story where this is just shit that happens. And yeah, there's the serious people over there, and then there's the you know the chasing the fairies over there, and then there's the fucking idiots <laughs> who are like, "What can we do with this?" I can see that as being like the story of the idiots have to solve an, a real problem. And have to, like, basically bumble their way into... <laughs> well, they'd have to acknowledge that there was a problem first. Yeah, but a real problem happens and they have to actually address it. This is this is Jackass and this is, is stopping and goes with the Gorsarian. And Oh, God. Yeah, and in the background they're like, do we want to stop them? That's the thing. That would be like an alternate... No, sorry, that's like, it'd be the, an alternate telling of the Ghostbusters story and that's how they get to the same conclusion. It's just like, guys, I have a really stupid idea. <laughs> But also, that, that's what you still get with that, though, is you still get, for instance, somebody thinking of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, but in this case, they did it on fucking purpose. And, <laughs> and um, this one person did it faster than a giant walking dick. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, man! I'm... And that's why they get angry at him, but for a different reason. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, I because thinking... I love keeping, like, themes, I love keeping, like, high points, but twisting it. <laughs> Go on, go on, sorry. Oh, no, I was just gonna I was say someone, I was trying to think, thank you, of giant titties. Oh, yeah, wait, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> like, how else you, do you want to die? <laughs> <laughs> and you thought of a fucking star, uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, it's, come on, asshole. It's kind of the same texture. Oh, fuck, come fucking. <laughs> oh. How am I supposed to fuck that? If you can't figure it out, you're not trying. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I have never seen this show. I've seen literally all I've ever seen is, of course, the zeitgeist of, of having grown up, I guess, with that. And a few different viewings of the preview for the film, I guess, that's coming up of like mm -hmm. all of them at 40 still fucking doing this stuff. Yep. This is all I'm getting it from. But wow. I, I agree. I think there needs to be a plot. But how that's... do you get a plot within that universe? No, I, I, I still think it's the serious stuff is happening maybe team serious gets their shit kicked god oh my god i figured it out i figured it out you know how you do it rosencrantz and Guildenstern. or is it or is it a uh the other guys kind of movie i i'm, I'm saying rosencrantz and Guildenstern because there's definitely real people handling this problem over there <laughs> and then these are these fuckers who are stuck in this story well that's the thing they could be over there trying to solve the problem i'm just saying they get taken out of commission, so it has to be our lovable group of idiots <laughs> that uh, have to save the world. God help us all. There's a lot of interesting things this could be. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We have we have a lot of interesting stories here. What? Uh, Almost the point of the podcast. 
What? Weird. What? Fake. Uh, do we have anything else to talk about Ghostbusters no. before we finally sign off for the night? Nope. Jesus. Um, Any plugs? No. What? Any plugs? Any plugs? Oh, um, I actually, for once, don't have anything going on. Um, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm still writing a game, um, for, for Heart's Choice, uh, uh, recently I was at Worldcon, and I think sometime within January they're going to, uh, release the recordings, and you can still get a virtual membership so you can watch those, I believe. Um, and other than that though, I'm, I'm leading a very boring life at the moment. I'm so much like you guys now. <laughs> wow! Rude. <laughs> Wait a second, like, January 2022, not much is happening in terms of social interaction. What? what? Weird. Yeah, likewise, I don't really have much going on right now. Things are kind of taking an understandable pause. Are they? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Weird. Uh, Pip Al, anything? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten really into Wordle. Oh, well, who's well, among us? Yeah. <laughs> like, join us for our next episode, Wordle. <laughs> the Wordle hey, you, the Wordle. <laughs> That's a mini-sode right there. Boom. All right. Well, then, uh, that was Ghostbusters. And as always... <laughs> the entire have, fucking thing. Yeah, the entirety <laughs> of Ghostbusters. You don't have to watch it. Now you have new context. Whatever. And uh, as always, if you have an idea or prompt to submit, head on over to nostorysacred.com slash submission. Follow us on Twitter at nostorysacred, or send an email through contact at nostorysacred.com. Your hosts have been Alex McDonald, Brennan McDonald, Pippin McDonald, and Catherine Crichton. Editing for this episode done by Brendan. Transcript done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcript are available at nostorysacred.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. And please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story is Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash no story is sacred. See you next time when we talk about the 1992 film Bram Stoker's Dracula. Fuck yes. <laughs> da -da -da. Oh my god, I'm so hyped for this. You have no fucking clue. And Pippin is already dreading the day. Pippin I'm always be fine. dreads. Everything is fine. I'll just, I'm already my rant about Mina Harker. Mina Harker is a god, and I will not, you know, you know, we're not talking about it yet. We're not talking about it yet. Not yet, not yet. Not yet. We gotta watch it. So, it's gonna be amazing. So until then, where no story is sacred, and any story can be changed. I'm Brendan. I'm Pippin. I'm Alex. And I'm Kat. And we're No, no Story, story is Sacred. sacred. <laughs>